Hey, good looking and welcome to Florida's fourth estate. So glad to have you with us. It is a beautiful day in the state of Florida. And my name is Matt Austin. Hey, Ginger. Hey, I am Ginger Gadsden. We are so glad you could join us this week. You know, this is the second week that we're podcasting from our uh, from our homes. And boy, today we have really been tasked and challenged, but I think it's been worth the wait. We are going to talk about mental health because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I know you all have been challenged out there. So we're going to be joined by our guest, Taryn Pizer of Catasis. And he's going to talk about about why mental health is so important, especially telehealth, and how many of us before would not think about using telehealth to talk about what's going on, but now that is really filling a gap and filling a void that we desperately need in this country. But of course, we're also going to talk about some other things going on around our great state of Florida, because it wouldn't be Florida without some weird and crazy stories. And, you know, it's all, you know, revolving around what's happening with the pandemic right now. We all know and love John Morgan. Matt, we all love John Morgan, right? He is a Florida Fourth Estate (laughs) alumnus, and we are big fans. Uh, Now, we don't co-sign on everything he does or says. No, definitely, and not the language, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, so John Morgan, his slogan is for the people, but now I, I feel like it's for all the people, because recently he did something pretty incredible. You know, our unemployment website, the Department of Economic Opportunity website, has not been working as it should and people aren't getting through and it's been months now and people who applied from day one still have not received any help with unemployment. This is a $77 million system that the state of Florida has paid for and John Morgan says we need our money back. Right now, our unemployment system is broken because we have a computer system that was broken day one. It was bought for $77 million by Rick Scott. Here's my offer to Florida. Governor DeSantis turned me and my team loose, my business trial group loose, and we will recover that money for the state of Florida. You know what I'll charge you to do this? Zero, nothing. Put every single penny back in your pocket and in the pocket of the unemployed. So how about that? John Morgan offering to donate his legal services for free. He's a controversial figure in the state of Florida. But I think one thing, Ginger, we can all get behind is this clunker of a $77 million website that was basically held together by duct tape and bubble gum has been a disaster and somebody should be held accountable for it. Uh, yeah, you're being generous when you say duct tape and uh, a piece of gum. It, it's not even that, but it, it really has been a tough time for a lot of people. But, you know, if John Morgan wants to go after it, then he, you know, people thought he was going to run for governor. But he he complimented the governor at the end of that, saying that uh, Governor DeSantis is doing a great job. And that's big coming from John Morgan, because I didn't think he was a DeSantis fan to start with. He was a big Andrew Gillum guy, and he and Andrew Gillum had a has a big falling out, especially over Twitter. So it's been interesting to see. We'll see if the governor ends up taking him up on his offer. Uh, One of the fascinating stories that was so Florida this week and made headlines across the country the Grim Reaper showed up out on the beach. He just started walking around. This was his protest out near Jacksonville, basically saying you're you're letting people get on the beach too quickly and people are going to die because of it. So let's listen to the Grim Reaper, who's really a local lawyer. Grim Reaper represents death. This is a deadly virus. This can get one person to take this more seriously than, than I feel I've done what I can. 
So there he is. And he actually got interviewed by a local reporter out there on the beach. She hands him the microphone. It was the strangest sight I've seen in broadcasting, but uh, totally a Florida story, Gigi. We just couldn't ignore that one this week. No. And, you know, there have been so many memes coming out of this one. And when they open the beaches, for the most part in Florida, with so they're still practicing social distancing. But they had a picture of the beaches just filled with people and on Facebook and uh, coronavirus liked it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I had missed that coronavirus liked it. That's hilarious. Um, All right. And we know Florida is big on gators and it's I guess it's gator mating season. It's not on my calendars. I don't mark it down. But um, brown chicken, brown cow. What is that thing? What are we seeing right now, Matt? What is that? That's a gator. That's I know it is. But how big is it? I can't remember how big this thing was, but it, they will go to any lengths to, you know, hook up during this time of year because it's it's gator mating season and love will find a way <laughs> that's right and you don't want to get between a gator and his lady so watch out oh, that, we don't know that that wasn't a lady gator going after her man so whatever but you know kudos to these guys who trap them and release them or sometimes not release them my uh, my wealth of gator knowledge tells me if it's over eight or nine feet it is usually a bull gator which are males i'm sorry ginger but that's just the way it goes. I'll let you have that one because it's fact. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Roll it. And now, your Floridian of the Week. Okay, let's take a look at this guy. He Okay, oh God. the Floridian of the Week, I'm going to tell you, is a bit of an inspiration this week. I, I, I don't usually say that, but this guy decided, hey, Disney is empty right now, and I have this opportunity in which I can go to Disney and just camp out for free and have a great time. And so while he's a bit of a Floridian, he's also a bit of an, inv- <laughs> an innovator in some ways because a lot of people probably thought of that, but they didn't have the cojones to do it ginger yeah well he went to treasure island which i think has been abandoned since the 90s and he honestly told authorities spotted him uh using a helicopter there's this guy he's just camping on treasure island where no one's been allowed to go for you know decades and he thought he found uh, an island out in the middle of nowhere in paradise and just decided to claim it i think he has squatters rights so but he's gone and he's banned from all disney property <laughs> Um, I think point, when, you might imagine <laughs> when you're going against Disney's lawyers, you don't really get squatters rights for too long. The rest of us that might no. work on, but certainly not Disney. Uh, so, Gigi, it's time to introduce our guest. We've got a good. Oh, one my week. goodness. He's been so gracious to wait around as we go through these crazy Florida stories. But his role is so important. This is Taryn Pizer, and he's the CEO of Catasys. And Taryn, you know, we've been talking about mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month month. And man, are we really being pushed to the limits right now? Why is this something so important that we talk about? And, you know, people are so embarrassed sometimes to talk about it, but we really shouldn't be. Well, actually, the one bright spot of Corona is maybe we're on the way to destigmatizing mental health. Because in the past, everyone identified with it because they had a family member, a friend. And now those people are experiencing it for themselves. And particularly 
and, and thank you for having me because it's such an honor to be on during um, Mental Health Awareness Month of May. Um, and my company is very focused and we've been pioneers in the field of virtual care and focusing on those that are suffering from mental behavioral health issues that also have an exacerbated because untreated mental behavioral health issues have exacerbated their chronic conditions. And as you age, both your mental behavioral health issues worsen and your chronic disease like cardiovascular, diabetes, pulmonary disease worsens. So this is it, mental awareness right now couldn't have come at a better time. And particularly in the state of Florida, it, it's obviously, I, what I'm excited about to be on your show is because there's the shelter in place restrictions are being lessened in Florida, there's even higher anxiety. I mean, there's huge anxiety right now across the country. In fact, uh, roughly 45% of all adults and, and all Americans actually are saying that the fear and the stress is causing them mental health issues. And, and that's an incredible thing. 79% of Americans, according to a recent study, are saying they want their employer health insurance to offer telehealth virtual care like us. 79% uh, of all Americans want them to be covered. So the whole, this is all coalescing right now at, at just such a critical time. And Taryn, I'm curious, you know, when most people think of mental health, they picture themselves laying back on the couch, uh, expressing <laughs> their fears and talking about their mom. But th what you guys do is so much different. Are, are there aspects that are more positive or negative when you're doing the telehealth and they're actually in their own home and maybe a little bit more comfortable? Well, you know, it's it's a little different. We're, there are telehealth companies uh, like the Teledocs, the MD Lives, etc. And what's different about us, we're virtual care, so it's remote, it's virtual, it's over the phone, it's over video, it's 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 whatever medium that someone is comfortable connecting with. But the the point is to connect and engage. And when we talk about mental health, we're talking about depression, anxiety, substance use disorder, which includes alcoholism, but even goes further. And again, to get back to the to the elderly, and but it's affecting every all age groups, loneliness. Loneliness exacerbates also mental health issues and then in return exacerbates the chronic disease and then now we're going to be dealing with a whole new thing that heretofore was dedicated to war now we're going to experience particularly the frontline people that are surrounded by so much mortality we're going to experience PTSD issues and and the whole fear of being uh, furloughed and being well you have it going back to work? Will you have a job going back to work? Will you be exposed to, um, you know, the virus going back to work? And what is your company's going to, how will your company come out of this crisis? So all these things are just heightening the mental health issues and creating just tremendous levels of anxiety. I mean, anxiety prescriptions are up something in the neighborhood of 35, 40% in the last month. Yeah. But that's good. 
because what we're focused on is the whole health of the patient and the member of in the health plan and we're focused on arresting the mental behavioral health issue getting them care for their chronic disease but now it's even more important keeping them out of hospitalizations because that's what happens they they're in and out of the hospital all the time but they want to avoid the hospital in this time so this whole thing like i said earlier is coalescing and just heightening the destigmatization of it which is great but also we need to reach out to our loved ones to our friends and we need to connect with them and we need to know that they're support and that we're there for them particularly the elderly that and, and the elderly are so in the, for example in the state of florida we have 60 um care coaches which are registered nurses by background member engagement specialists community care coordinators and the community care coordinators are really key because they focus on the social determinants of health so someone the typically in mental behavioral health and the intersection of behavioral health and chronic disease these members are treatment and care avoidant and hopefully there will be less so out, coming out of this but they're treatment and care avoidant and they could be intentionally or unintentionally but it's the social determinants of health and loneliness is a social determinant of health but it goes further uh, job security uh, shelter security food security so our care coaches our, our community care coordinators are working closely with our care coaches to arrange supply of food supplies mm -hmm. for for their children or supplies for their even their animals which we all know are like family members so we work integratively we work with the member engagement specialist, the care coach, and the community care coordinator to focus the and, and really engage this member and connect with them and the, treat the whole health, both the chronic disease and the mental behavioral health in an integrative fashion. So it's it's just, uh, I'm again, again, thank you for having me on your show because it's in Florida and, and, and I believe Florida is going to be the bell ringer for the rest of the country. How we evolve through this crisis. Yeah, and it, you know, for someone, I, I'm not a person who suffers from anxiety, but lately I find myself just waking up and thinking about things that I would have never thought of before. And so as a result, I spend more time living outside of my head right now because inside my head is not a very quiet place right now. So what do you say to people who would consider themselves normal for the most part, but these are not normal times and it doesn't make you weak to admit that, God, maybe I do need to talk to somebody, not somebody in my home or not somebody I work with who's experiencing the same thing because you, you know, you go to the same trough of water to get a drink, but maybe you need to expand that and get outside of that to kind of work it out. Well, you think it's busy in your head. You should see my head. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you bring up a good point. And what I have found helpful is, and I, and talking to friends, and this is just, this is anecdotal, right? I don't have a study to show this, but one of my advice would, part of my advice would be, try to turn this into a positive event for you. Because I'll, get, I'll tell you, I travel weekly or bi-weekly. I, I go out to dinner every night. I couldn't cook eggs. 
this has been like a big, I've turned it into a vacation. I'm sleeping more. I'm more productive at home working. I'm not traveling, so I'm not tired from all the travel. And more importantly, I've learned how to cook and I'm taking pride in cooking. So do something and I'm exercising and do something that is out of your day in, day out rut, your 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 schedule, your normal schedule. And try to turn this into a positive and connect with people through Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. The more you connect, have social hours, cocktail hours. I I had dinner the other night. I ordered food for from a restaurant for the person I was having dinner with, and I ordered from the same restaurant, and I had this dinner, and we we we're communicating like we're in the same room. I like room. that idea. <laughs> Do things that make it fun and, and don't take to try to de-stressify this. Uh, that would be my advice. But again, it's anecdotal. It's, it's personal, but I, it's resonating with my friends. Yeah. That, well, I just want to let you know, I ordered sushi for both of you. It should be arriving right now. <laughs> um, we're going to just get together. Don't and, do no, take sushi. <laughs> don't, sushi gathers bacteria the longer it is. Okay. <laughs> You just ruined my whole surprise, Taryn. <laughs> what in the world? Uh, <laughs> well, this is fantastic. I think that's a great idea. If you're stuck in the house, make sure you're still venturing out. You're still talking to people like we are now. And focusing on the positive uh, is certainly a huge deal for me. I'm stuck in the house, but I get to see my kids who are usually in school when I'm at work and we're just kind of ships passing in the night. So this is Problem really is stuck in the house with you. Yes. Now they are stuck in the house with me. <laughs> Which is a shame for them, but it's worked out well for me. And really, I think this could be a good time, Taryn, for people to just get closer with that family, right? Yeah, no, that's, and, and that's the point is we don't know who's newly, to bring up Ginger's point earlier, we don't know who's newly suffering from a mental behavioral health issue. Let's just assume everyone is. <laughs> Let's assume that everyone is stressed, fearful, and, and worried about what's next. So let's reach out to everyone. Just connect with friends, family, and just, you know, as the song says, reach out and touch somebody you love. <laughs> I was going to sing it, but you would lose yeah, your viewers. That's quickly. great. You know, I, I wasn't really feeling anxious until uh, murder hornets entered the scene. Oh, so murder hornets. That, that, was, that pushed me over the edge. I, I'm in, as you know, I'm in California, and I, I don't want those guys coming south. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the murder hornets away. Uh, well, Taryn, thank you so much for joining us on Florida's Fourth Estate. It was great to have you on. If people are interested in doing some virtual mental health, what's the best way to do it? Well, again, what some of the natural ways is just by connecting and engaging with people. That's the, what you could do, like a home remedy. Um, obviously, you could visit our website, Catasys, C-A-T-Y-S, C-A-T-A-S-Y-S dot com. And we'll take you through the things you can do and engage with you. And again, it's also important. We, we left out a certain segment of America, the rural population. Mm -hmm. They're even more isolated. And it's really important. So the elderly, the rural parts, but let's just connect with everyone, engage everyone. And if, if you believe it's more acute and more serious, come visit our website and we'll try to give you the tools to get through this. 
Yeah, well, thank you so much for that. Taryn Pizer, CEO of Catasys, we really appreciate your your thoughts and your insight uh, on this uh, because it's such an important topic right now and there's no shame in admitting that, you know, hey, I might need a little help right now because I, I know I do. Yeah. It's it's really interesting. It's I've spent the last, I founded the company 15 years ago and I, I've been preparing, we have a playbook on engagement because again, these people are, are treatment and care avoidant and they don't they don't want to engage so we built this playbook of engaging people and so we're the pioneers and it's holy grail of healthcare because 90% of those that have a chronic disease and a mental behavioral health issue don't engage in care and 50% of all those that just have a chronic disease don't engage in care so we have this playbook and it's such it, it's such an honor that finally my life's work well last 15 years my life's work is is really making an impact uh, as we treat tens of thousands of people all right taryn well i like the way you said let's just assume everybody has something wrong with them because let's face the facts we're all pretty crazy <laughs> taryn Pizer, yeah. thank you so much the beautiful and talented ginger gats and i appreciate you this has been another edition of florida's fourth estate thank you so much for joining us have yourself a great one